0: I almost bit it, y'all. I almost recorded over what I just created for you. Oh my goodness, that was a little bit stressful. This is the disadvantage of batching my content so far in advance that when I come back to do a thing, I can't remember what the heck and what where's the, where's the press, the thing, and no, 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 no. Anyway, today's podcast is about waiting and the dangers of waiting and uh, sharing um, your truth before you have processed and healed and the disadvantages of those things that take away from your juicy life potential. And it's really a blueprint that I hope will serve you in a way that you're able to evaluate your own life in a way that... You're able to call a thing a thing, unlearn what no longer serves you, investigate what is ancestral, what is uh, cultural, what is gender based, what is whatever, fill in the blank based that you've agreed to non-verbally that is running your life and you're willing and able to just be like, nah. Nah. That's keeping me from my juicy life, and I say no to that. So let's get into it. Welcome to the Juicy Life Show. I'm your host, Fonda Clayton. I'm the Feminine Power Broker. I help the successful woman who feels empty, mediocre, like something's missing, recapture her passionate, sensual self so that she can experience a life full of joy and passion. The Juicy Life show is the place to find mana for your body, soul, and mind, where you can learn to be truly fed from the inside out so that when you go out into the world, baby girl, you know you've got the goods. Learn and empower your sexy self with self-care hacks, improve your body image, and create your own damn story. Uh, let's go. Man, have I missed you guys. It has been quite a while and a challenge, actually, to get back in the chair to do my podcast. I have missed you. I hope you are well. Um, I say that it's been a while because I batch my content so that I can actually have time to live my life. Um, This works out for my lifestyle and what I have crafted for my business. And, uh, since I have recorded last, it is so interesting when you step away from something. Um, well, let me just make this personal. When I step away from something, I really step away. So I'm just like, like, how does this work? And like, where's the record button? Blah, blah, blah. And so, um, since I've recorded last, let's see, I have moved. Um. There's been trains, planes, and automobiles and things that I will discuss as I kind of unpack those things on an emotional and mental plane, which means that once I have processed these things, once I have put them to bed and they are complete, I will do so. Uh, but if you've been around me for any length of time, meaning if you've been coached by me Uh, through hearing my voice or seeing my video or been in one of my programs, you know that I talk about not bringing up your stuff until it's been healed, uh, until you've processed it, until you have a groundedness within yourself that you don't give a shit what someone thinks about it. Until then, you should keep those things to yourself. And here's why. When you put something out into the open, you just don't know who is listening and who is perceiving and what filters they have when they are in taking the information, and it comes out as judgment. Some people just have a mean streak, and they like to judge and sit from on high and look down their nose at you. And, and so they can say, Oh, I would never do that, or whatever bullshit that they got going on for themselves. But it comes out and it spews as judgment. And then you have to be on the defensive about your decisions as you're deciding how to process and what to do or not to do about a certain situation. That is not the place of power. That's not the position of power. And that's never something that you should put yourself in a position you should put yourself in if it can be avoided. Now, does that mean that you shouldn't be telling the truth, right? Because everybody's just like, ooh, like be authentic, authentic, right? Being authentic means telling the truth when you are faced with a situation. It means taking your time to filter out any noise. It means a whole bunch of things, but it does not mean telling your business when you're still going through the business, because when people are projecting upon you through their filter, through their lens of how they perceive life, it does not help you because it puts you on the defensive. And if you're on the defensive, you're not in your power. And I want us to kind of elevate our thinking that we don't need someone else's approval. And if I don't need your approval, then I don't need to put my stuff out there before I'm ready to put it out there. If I choose to put it out there, I believe in being um, personal and personable, but I'm a private woman and I don't put my stuff out for ridicule because, uh, you know, pray for me, like me, love me, hate me, Uh, I will cut you with my words. I am my mother's child. And that is my defense, right? And I am clear about what the workings are of me. And I don't know if I necessarily feel like I need to heal from that, right? Because if I if I let you in, and I let you know, these are tender spaces and places for me, my inner circle knows this. And then if you kind of spew your filter instead of reflecting back to me, because that's the type of thing that I need in my inner, in my inner world, then I will cut you. Um, because that's just the way that I am made and I'm figuring it out and everything is a process. And, um, that's what I do on the inside of me. I will cut myself. So I, in turn, I don't know how to not cut you. (laughs) <laughs> and so I protect um, people from that piece of me almost to a fault, right? Because if if I feel like you are not going to be receptive to uh, what I have to say, um, meaning if I can't say these things to you privately, then I'd rather not say them because I don't want to put anyone on the defensive. I want people to receive... Uh, what I have to contribute. But if I feel like what I'm saying at the time that I'm saying it is not a contribution, I'm not saying it. But people don't necessarily, they're not necessarily that aware. And we can't assume that someone is that aware. Does that make sense? I hope it does. So anyway, uh, let me see, 2019 has has proven to be a year of shape-shifting, baby. I mean, we have gotten, when I say we, I mean my husband and I, my family, we are going through it, and uh, we're coming out smelling rosy, not like roses, but kind of rosy-ish, you know, like rose water. (laughs) I mean life is life is interesting, especially when you are reaching for your dreams actively. Like I have my business, Fitz has his own business. There are things that we want to see for our family, meaning he and I family unit, like nuclear, right? And then there are things that he wants to see for his son, like sons, like legacy building. Um, What do you want to leave behind? What What do you want to say to the world? Like, how are you uniquely built that thing that you have, that magic? Is it out in the world in a big, big way that you are satisfied? Like, yes, I did that. I saw that I conquered that. Um, I don't want to do that anymore. Like for me, this this point in my life and what I'm teaching my clients on more than anything is the art of unlearning. Society has society has done a really, really good job at showing us our own insecurities and the need to be liked. And because we like we have this incessant need to be liked, we will do things that go against our intuitive impulses. And we will fall in line and we will not do the thing that really would make our hearts sore. And that to me, I'm finding is the key to unhappiness because you're not really paying attention and going after what would make you happy in X situation. Um, this year is the 25th anniversary of my mother's transition. And it's been, it's been a ride. And she teaches me, even through her death, she still is teaching me, um, challenging me, um, making me question my motives. And it's a really beautiful thing. Uh, And and beautiful doesn't mean that everything is like a feel of lilies. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's really like, hey, Uh, Are you doing? Are you on mission? Are you on task? Or are you waiting? And we can go into learning um, and make it seem like we are accomplishing something. But really, sometimes it's waiting. Like I had to make a decision in my business that I was not going to learn another goddamn thing. I was going to take a class and get a certification and another thing, because if you saw this wall here, I've got quite a few certifications and degrees and licenses. And some of them are still in, in a folder because my wall couldn't, couldn't take it. Okay. And I was just like, okay, Clayton, you've gotta just stop because now your brain is going to be loaded with this stuff. But you're still not getting it out there, which which is going to create this continual discontent. Are you picking up what I'm putting down? I mean, really, look at it. I've got all these degrees and all these certifications and all this stuff, but I still can't put it out there because I'm distracted with learning. Right? There are all these rules and stipulations that I have put on my life to to create this structure. But what it's really creating is mental mayhem, almost like a minefield of discontent. And it's internal discontent, right? Because if you were to look at my life, you'd be like, Oh, you know, she's got this, she's got that. And these things are in order. But in between the ears, honeys, in between the ears is where it is going down, where you before your feet hit the ground, you're feeling like, what, what's the point really? Like, I'm not going to get these things done and mama, mama, mama. And so you just kind of like go on autopilot and you're still not having your feet planted in your life. And so this is kind of a, well, it's not kind of isn't it is it? its really like in your face in your ears. What are you waiting for beloved? My mother died at 50 and I know that, you know, I have said this a lot in my work um, and I will continue to say it um, because she is my muse. She is. I am here with this purpose in my belly because of her early demise. It's early for me. Like it, it it wasn't necessarily early for her. Perhaps this was already predestined. I mean, that's up for your interpretation or whatever. But for me, selfishly, would I have liked my mother's cover for another 25 years? Hell yeah, of course, of course. But being without it, has shown me, continues to show me where she missed the mark, where she waited, where she colored inside the lines, where she didn't use wild abandon, Um, even in her dreams. Can you even use wild abandon in your dreams? And if the answer is no, then I need you to dare... To dream, because if you can't dare to dream bigly, then your life will never pop the way in the way that you're wanting it to, right? Because if you make it a fantasy, it's out there and it's out there so far, so far disassociated with yourself that you you don't really think that it's gonna come true anyway. But when it's a dream, it's a bit closer because once the brain sees it and it comes across the mental screen, meaning your eyes, even if you are in a sleep state, then it's closer to you still. Do you dream bigly? I need us to elevate our dreams because if you can't do that, then how can you expect your life to be bigger. Now that doesn't mean more. Some people don't want more, right? Um, And and I don't mean what I mean by that is more stuff. Because more stuff, I mean, my goodness, if you look at the booming business, that is storage space, that shows us that we don't need more stuff. I feel we need richer experiences, though. Uh, More meaningful engagement with ourselves with others, uh we are more dependent than ever on our smartphones i mean don't get me wrong i love my iphone like i love it i love to be able to run my business with my phone uh so don't get it twisted but what i what i know is that i need and and do practice actively putting that thing in perspective at a certain point of the day i I do not engage with my phone. When I'm waiting online at Walmart, I sometimes will leave it in the car so that I can look around and feel the people around me. Uh, If I'm having a conversation, I put that thing face down in a second. I, I will not tolerate my experience with another human being to be hindered because I am I am somewhat attached to my phone and furthermore if someone can't reciprocate that with me then they don't get to they don't get the benefit of me and I let them know why and I'm peace out like cuz I could have stayed home you see what I'm saying like if I if if I have a bra mascara agreement if I'm putting those things on and I'm coming to be with you and you're on your phone I got to go You don't deserve to be around me right now. I will stop talking. I would would just shut it down. Now, do I use my phone to run my business? Yes. Do I use my phone to connect with friends? Yes. Do I use my phone to meditate? Sometimes. But other than that, that sucker is away from me. Like people will be like, oh, well, I called you. Did you leave a message? Don't assume. I mean, it's a piece of technology. Don't assume that I, that I saw your call because I'm not waiting for the, for the phone to ring or for it to light up or for it to vibrate. As a matter of fact, the thing is on mute and sometimes it's on do not disturb. Okay. Because that is what engaging for me is is not being attached to this thing. And, you know, I say all of these words to just kind of exemplify what I'm willing to do to have richer experiences. Like I've got a, I've got three bookshelves, one stacked on top of the other four cabinets across filled with books i love books i love the feel of books i love the look of books i i love the words i love to know what what a author is talking about etc etc ask me the last time i read a book from cover to cover i can't tell you i've been waiting for this opportune time to kind of like float down from the ethers and the heavens to tell me, yes, Fonda, it is time to read the book. And I'm like, dude, like, unless it's on the calendar, I realize now I've got to, I've got to schedule it. And if I can't schedule it, then it just doesn't get done. And so I say to you, look at what brings you the most joy. What brings you like that? Ah, that you're waiting for life to kind of level out for you to like put in? Is it exercise? Is it more water? Is it better sleep? Is it better sex? Is it reading a book? What is it that you are now that, that what, what is distracting you? That what is distracting you from the thing that you say you want to do? Stop waiting for goodness sake. If you get nothing else, I want to drill this into you and mildly shake you. Stop waiting. I named this podcast, The Juicy Life. I named it that because we are always striving, looking, seeking something outside of ourselves to accumulate, to acquire um, in order for our life to look like X. And when we pause and we turn the mirror inward, it's about evaluating what pieces and parcel make your life feel juicy and full and like, perfect, your version of perfect in that moment. And what fruit does that for me in particular is the mango. When I thought about, oh, what to name the podcast, it was, it was the mango. The mango is a perfect piece of food. It is, it is juicy. And when you get it just right, there's, there's no better taste to me. Insert your own version, um, food is my thing. And I, I assume that if you have listened to me any, any period of time that you know that food is my thing. And hopefully on some level, food is your thing because food is just like all the things anyway. So when you get the perfect mango, okay, you got to cut it just right. Otherwise it's going to be messy. It's kind of, it, it's kind of par for the course that, that a mango is going to be messy if it's going to be any good and for some reason we think that a perfect life is supposed to not be messy and there's this coach named sark s-a-r-k who talks about the messy middle and that life is the messy middle and all of it between your birth and your death is the middle and it's just how you're choosing to engage with the messiness, right? This this picture perfect balanced life that everyone talks about is bullshit. I'ma just tell you. If you're paying attention to your business and you're winning in your business, then then your personal life, some piece and parcel of your life is going to call your attention. Maybe it's your children, maybe it's your cousins, maybe it's your health, maybe it's your spouse. Some piece of you that has your attention is going to call to be upgraded or cleaned up or cleaned out or something. Therefore, balance doesn't necessarily exist. And if it does exist, it's for the moment and then it kind of teeter-totters again so if you've been waiting for this balance to happen before you do x y or z honey just stop do the best that you can in the moment that you have and you only have this moment the moment that I finish talking this word it is past. do you get that it's already past. So what are you doing with this moment? Are you fully present, engaged, a yes to your life in this moment? And then how do you change the future? By seeing it be well. Otherwise, we're living by default. And most of us are living by default, which is why we are so unhappy as people. We're living by default. We're living by somebody else's rules. We're living by somebody else's like formulaic vision on the wall, the white picket fence. I don't want no goddamn picket fence. First of all, if it can't stay white, 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 then that means you got to paint it and clean it and pressure wash it and all this other stuff. I, who got time for all of that? choose what is your version. My version is not your version and vice versa. That doesn't mean that I damn your version. I applaud you for living your version out loud. What is your version of juicy? Go do it. But I say again, usually it's about unlearning, untangling our perceptions of, oh, if I get X, then I'll be, then I will be whatever. Make sure that you truly agree to that version. And it's not your mama's version, your daddy's version, you know, your culture's version, your race's version, your gender's version. Make sure it's yours. And if it's truly yours, then that means that you get to create your own juicy life on purpose with purpose and you're not waiting and that's all I have to say for now I think yeah um I'm gonna leave it there I think that that's a complete thought for me for now and so I thank you for listening I love being here with you um and I'm not gonna wait that's my declaration I love you like cooked food Bye. Well, it seems like I had a lot to say about that, huh, boys and girls. This podcast episode to me is really about investigating and being willing to take off the shackles to reach for what it is that you say that you want your version of a juicy life. That's it. And that's all. If you have any opinions um, or takeaways that you'd love to share with me, I'd love to hear about it. Email me at info at Again, that's info at or reach out to me on messenger. Um, that is one thing that I do have on my phone that you can get in touch with me. And make sure that you put uh, the episode name or number in the message, because otherwise I won't know what you're talking about. And I want to know what you're talking about. I want to know what your heart uh, has to say, uh, because that always adds to my life. Until then, ciao for now. Thank you for joining me for this episode of the Juicy Life Show. I appreciate you spending the time with me. If you liked this show, please share it on Facebook, Twitter, just everywhere, child. I would love it if you would leave a review on iTunes and Stitcher. I want to hear from you. Do you have an idea for a show topic? Email me at info at fondaclayton.com. Again, the email is info at fondaclayton.com. And of course, you can find an archive of this show and every show on fondaclayton.com forward slash podcast. Again, the URL is fondaclayton.com forward slash podcast. And remember this, I love you like cooked food. Until next time, live like you mean it.